Good evening, everybody. Brian Newbert here from uh, goldenblack.com. Live in my car, uh, once again, driving home from Mackey Arena. This time following Purdue's 58-55 to rock fight win over Maryland. Uh, you will hear in the background my windshield wipers uh, making that horrible screeching sound that they make when the weather will not decide whether to go all in on either raining or snowing or not raining or snowing. So I apologize for the horrible screeching sound in the back you might hear on occasion. Anyway, this is your Golden Black Radio Express postgame podcast. It is off to a great start, and it is brought to you by our friends at Purdue Federal Credit Union, the Sand Valley Golf Resort, uh, TNW Design and Build, AcrePro.com, the Whitaker Inn, which I'll be driving past here shortly, and the East End Grill and Rippling Company. So once again, uh, Purdue wins 58-55 to in its first of two meetings with Maryland this season. Kind of uh, two very distinctly different halves. Uh, Purdue looked like they were going to blow Maryland's doors off, blow them out of their shell, uh, if you will, um, leading by as many as 16 in the first half, and then Maryland uh, seemed to switch some things up. There in the second half, went to a little more zone, up their pressure in the backcourt a little bit. Uh, Purdue got a little bit untracked, off track from an offensive perspective. Might have wore down a little bit. I think that you know Purdue's played a lot of games here in a very brief period of time, as is the nature of college basketball, specifically Big Ten scheduling these days, and um, something at some point probably ought to change, whether it ever will or not. I have no idea. Uh, but Purdue did look a little heavy in its legs there at the end, uh, and that 16-point lead got down to, I believe, I'll have to go back and look, and I'm not going to do that while driving because I'm a responsible member of society. Um, it got down to at least three. Whether it got down to one or not, I can't remember. Um, you'll have to read our reports on it on our website here later. Uh, but it got down to one possession uh, a number of times. And... Um, Purdue once again, you know, this is the, the fifth Big Ten game they've played in that has come down to the last couple seconds or gone to overtime, and Purdue is 4-1 and one in those games, and that's because, you know, I, I think Purdue has had good poise when it's needed poise. They've had they've been able to play situational basketball. They've been able to make timely plays. Uh, but also, I, th- I think they've, they've done a good job, by and large, from a defensive perspective this season. They're really trying hard, and they're really listening. And they're a very different defensive team, so I think you trust them a little bit more in tight situations than you did before. And I think a lot of just the solid basketball they're playing all throughout games. Uh, Today was a bit of an exception because they did turn the ball over uh, too much. Uh, But by and large, I keep using the term by and large. I've got to come up with something different here. Um, For the most part, Purdue's playing the game the right way, and I think those little things are kind of adding up. Uh, and really mattering when all is said and done. Uh, so it's not that necessarily Purdue's just making the big plays they need to in the big situations, but I think they're also just in a better situation at the end of games, and maybe they're a little more confident, uh, things like that, because they've, they've done things the right way prior to those points. I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but that's what I'm going with. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, Maryland disrupted Zach Eady and Braden Smith in a way that Zach Eady and Braden Smith haven't really been disrupted very often this season. That said, Zach Eady still goes out and gets 24 and 16 or whatever it is, and you know, just don't take him for granted, guys. Just don't don't just assume that 24 and 16 as a part of every single game or whatever it was he got tonight. That's not normal. That's something that might seem normal because you're getting it every game from this guy, but that's still something that should be discussed after every game. As laborious and as monotonous as it might be, he is just having a special, special season, and 
just don't don't take them for granted, guys, because this is something that's you know pretty special here. The same way it was with Caleb Swanigan um, back during his National Player type of year, um, National Player of the Year type of season. I, I don't know what I just said, but it might not have made me sense. Um, he's having just an unbelievable year, and you know Braden Smith. I think he was the one guy who might have got worn down a little bit. I've heard people who saw him kind of looking fatigued, and that, that that's perfectly understandable, guys. He is a freshman. Uh, this is a long season. These are big. These are long, physical, grueling games. Uh, Maryland was pressuring him in the backcourt. It's perfectly okay for him to get tired, and yeah, I think he probably did, um, and that's okay. Uh, once again, you know, Purdue had to play through some stuff here to to get this win. Uh, they, they didn't shoot the ball well from three. They turned the ball over too much. Uh, Maryland took its toll on Purdue uh, as much as uh, Purdue took its toll on Maryland. I think the game was called very differently in the second half than it was the first half, which is inexplicable. It was also a huge break for Maryland because they would not have any front court players left had... Uh, the officials called the second half the way they called the first half. Uh, so that kind of helped give Maryland a chance. But give Maryland credit, too, for uh, really coming up big um, in that second half and really giving itself a chance and really affecting Purdue. Uh, they really did affect Purdue, and that's that's more on Maryland than it was on Purdue. Um, so Purdue and Maryland like these rock fights. These, As I said, after the Michigan State game, I've covered the same game like three times. Well, I've, I feel like I've covered the same Purdue-Maryland game. You look at the, the win Purdue had back in the year. They almost went to the Final Four. That was a, a real nail-biter uh, over Maryland. The game last year was, was a complete coin flip. The year <laughs> in College Park, I've never seen anything stranger than, you know, Purdue just running the clock out, Isaac Haas catching the ball at midcourt and traveling with it while trying to throw the ball up in the air in celebration or, or dribble it or something and Maryland getting a chance to either win or tie the game at the buzzer uh, sometimes two teams get together and they just like drama and that's Purdue Maryland and that was this was one more entry into that and another good win for Purdue here uh, you know this is kind of how it's going to be in the Big Ten everyone you're able to grind out at the end matters every win Purdue gets right now matters when everybody else in the league is just cutting each other up and you're sitting there worried about extending your lead if you can get another game or two on the field here these next couple weeks you're sitting pretty guys uh you're 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 in a really good spot because nobody other than Purdue has really established themselves as being any better than the other 10 teams just like them in the Big Ten and if you're Purdue and you're, you're two games up on the field right now and you have a chance to get up three games, three games is a big number. You know, it's like being it's like being down 10 to, to Wisconsin in, in football or something like that. It's just one of those deals where you can just you can just kind of salt things away a little bit. It, 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 it's a bigger number than it actually is. And I, I am completely off on a random diatribe here, and I'm going to cut this off. Um, so from Purdue's... 58-55 win over Maryland Mac Arena. This is Brian Newbert from GoldenBlack.com. Thank you to the Purdue Federal Credit Union. Thank you to the Sand Valley Golf Resort. Thank you to T&W Design and Build. Thank you to AcrePro.com 
Thank you to the Whitaker Inn, and thank you to the East End Grill and Ripple and Company, and most of all, thank you to my windshield wipers for not being all that big of an ordeal here. So thanks, everybody. I'll talk to you again uh, this week after Pretty Plays Ann Arbor. I will not be there, but that won't stop me from recording a podcast after Mike Carmen covers it on site for us. So thanks, everybody.